The kakadu plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that uncovers history one day at a time. Today is June 19th, 2019. The day was June 19th, 1865. Union soldiers were in Galveston, Texas, a state where the presence of Union troops was low and thousands of people remained enslaved. The Emancipation Proclamation went into effect two years prior, outlawing slavery in the Confederate states. But Texas was isolated, and the proclamation was not enforced in the state when it was not outright challenged. So on this day, Major General Gordon Granger announced to the people of Texas the emancipation of enslaved people. June 19th is now recognized as an Independence Day and marked by celebrations that honor Black Americans' freedom from slavery. On September 22, 1862, a year after the start of the U.S. Civil War and centuries after the first Africans were enslaved in the modern United States, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation. The proclamation said that all enslaved people in the rebellious Confederate states were declared free, and it took effect on January 1, 1863. 
The proclamation also announced that Black men would be able to enlist in the Union Army and Navy, and hundreds of thousands of Black men did fight for the Union during the war. But it only applied to states that had seceded from the U.S. Slavery remained legal in the border states or slave-owning states that did not join the Confederacy, as well as Union-controlled rebel areas. So the proclamation did not outright end slavery in America. News of the proclamation took a while to spread, and Texas, the most western state in the Confederacy, was removed from a lot of the Civil War action. Slaveholders had migrated in large numbers from eastern states to Texas to get out of war-torn areas and shirk emancipation enforcement. By 1865, around 250,000 people were enslaved in Texas. Confederate General Robert E. Lee and the Army of Northern Virginia surrendered to Union General Ulysses S. Grant on April 9, 1865. But the Army of the Trans-Mississippi and other rebels kept fighting for months after. Galveston, Texas was a major Confederate port. Since Texas seceded from the United States, the city had been blockaded by the Union, occupied by the U.S. Navy, and recaptured by the Confederacy. But on June 2nd, General Edmund Kirby Smith signed surrender terms for the Confederate Trans-Mississippi Department aboard the USS Fort Jackson in Galveston Harbor. It was the last major Confederate command to surrender. On June 18th, Major General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston with 2,000 federal troops. The next day, Granger read General Orders No. 3 at the Headquarters District of Texas in Galveston. He said the following, The people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military posts and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. But as with the Emancipation Proclamation, change was not immediate and all-encompassing. Many slave owners did not relay news of the announcement and free enslaved people until after the harvest. Some forced free people to work anyway. Though the order encouraged Black people to stay with their former owners, many left to find family or to move north in a process that was dubbed the scatter. Some formerly enslaved people were beaten or murdered after they attempted to fulfill their freedom. In December of 1865, the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution abolishing slavery in the United States was ratified. The next year, the freed Black people of Texas celebrated June 19th in recognition of Granger's 1865 announcement. Juneteenth, as June 19th came to be known, became a day that marked freedom and progress, honored through readings of the Emancipation Proclamation, games, food, and religious sermons. The Freedmen's Bureau was established in 1865 to deal with the social reconstruction necessary in the aftermath of the Civil War. But even then, records exist of Black people who were still illegally enslaved in Texas and other states. And the Black folks who were emancipated still faced the problems of lack of shelter, food, and resources, 
on top of the codified discrimination and racist violence that proliferated at the time. Since the 1800s, the celebration of Juneteenth has spread from Texas and throughout the United States. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Just an additional note that after Juneteenth, Black people needed places to gather to celebrate as white people had barred them from using their public spaces. They began raising money to buy their own spots to celebrate Juneteenth. Emancipation Park in Houston, Texas, which opened in 1872, was one such space. We'd love it if you left us a comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C Podcast. I'm guessing that you love history because you just listened to an episode of This Day in History class. You can listen to more history by checking out my new show, Unpopular. It's a show about people in history who challenged the status quo and were sometimes persecuted for it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.